are back. It's to early season four, episode ten. It's Lonnie. It's Bree. It's Nelly. And we are back with a special guest. Woo! We have Shay here, our lovely, lovely sister. Um, you may have seen her on one of our IG lives for our Mixes by Shay cocktails um, during our 12 Days of Christmas. Um, so Shay, introduce yourself, tell people who you are, what you do, all that good stuff. Of course. So hey, y'all. Hey, everybody. I am Shayla Witcher. Um, I am, yes, the CEO, founder of Mixes by Shay. Um, do I have to give my age now? Yeah, yeah you don't have no. to. Is that it? <laughs> we can hop into it. So as you all know, we are in the series When I Grow Up. So we're talking all things adulting, life, what we expected. And of course, a part of adulthood, well, at least for us, is marriage. And Shay is newly engaged. Woo! Um, so that's why she's here. She's going to give us the tea on how she secured that ring. And... <laughs> What the expectations are, and then we just gonna have some girl chat about what are our deal breakers and what are not. So, Shay, you can get us started. You can tell us about your relationship. You can tell us as much or as little as you want. Um, even like going back to dating, like how long you all were dating before you all got engaged, mm -hmm. all the goods. We want it all. Um, okay, so we met, um, my fiance and I, his name is Brandon. We met in 2019, so it was like after we graduated. So he graduated from Lincoln University. I graduated from Bowie State. Um, and we met probably like a month. Was it a month? Probably not even a month. Probably like a week after I graduated. And we met at a church, um, a youth church event. Um, we didn't even care about each other during that time we were both like seriously y'all we were both not even in the mindset to date anybody or anything like that he had just broken up with somebody I had just you know ended it with somebody so for me I was like okay I'm giving myself five years I don't want to date nobody I don't care <laughs> and he said the same thing legit he said I think it was like either three or five years and he said that um and so yeah we were at the event Long story short, we ended up following each other after the event just so that we can network and everything like that. Um, I can say I was being a stalker when it came to him. <laughs> I was stalking his Instagram, not gonna lie. Um, and it was at a certain point when I started messaging him and asking questions. Um, but it led up to there. So we were dating for, we started dating in um, like end of August, September of 2019. And then... We were dating for two years, two years, and then he proposed <laughs> last <know>. year. <laughs> and yeah. when he proposed, were you expecting it? Like, were you like, did you all have previous conversations? Of course, you had conversations about marriage, but mm -hmm. like, did you see it coming? And were you prepared? Um, clearly, we know you said yes. So, <laughs> like, how did that process go? I did not see it coming. Yes, we were talking about it because. Um, you know, I was, as we were dating, I was feeling him. I'm like, this is my man. Like, Janelle asked me, Janelle asked me before, she was like, well, if he said, if he asked you, you know, to be my wife, would you say yes? And I was like, yeah. And Janelle was like, you sure? And I was like, yeah. you remember that. <laughs> she asked me that. She don't remember, but she was like, thank God she asked me. But whatever. Um, yeah, I didn't expect it. If you would have asked me 
after I graduated. If you would ask me, Shayla, do you think you about to get married or get engaged? I'm like, no. But yeah, it came out of nowhere. So here, here I am. <laughs> here I am. So what were some of like the stereotypes to marriage that you even could still be concerned about? Um, and then specifically age-wise with our generation, like what were some of the things that you were just like, Oh no. Stereotypes of others against us? No, just stereotypes of young marriage, um, um or stereotypes of marriage in general, because some people don't believe in marriage. They try to water yeah. it down, but yeah. I don't need somebody's wife. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to marriage, especially young marriage, I'm twenty four. I wouldn't have thought that I would get married mm-hmm. at twenty four. When I get married I'll be twenty five, but um they say a lot of young people, they were like, are you ready for marriage? Like, are you ready for it? Do you know what it brings? Do you know the impact? Do you know what you're getting into? They yeah. asked us that. And we were like, yeah, like we're ready. So when you're young and um, you're with that person and you know that that's the one, you just have to be focused on that one. Um, a lot of people are going to doubt you. A lot of people going to be like, mm, we hope they last. They're young. And another stereotype that people, you know, come against you or you may think about yourself, well, how long will we be talking or dating? Like, have we been dating long enough to get married? But honestly, it's not even about the time. Like, when you find that one, you know, like, that's the one. So you can say from the beginning, like, this was your husband. From the beginning, no. From the beginning, I was like, that's going to be my boo. And I said that before we even went on our first date. I said, that's going to be my boo. I told my sister that. And she was just like, mm, we'll see. Mm-hmm. He became my boo. Like, I <laughs> snatched him. Um, but from the, from the beginning, no. I wasn't even thinking about marriage mm-hmm. at all. Um, I don't even know when I started seeing him as my husband. It's crazy. It just fell in place, honestly. And speaking of, like, stereotypes kind of related to this topic, like, when you were younger, you know, everybody says, like, oh, every girl dreams of, like, their wedding, like, their mm-hmm. dream wedding, their dream husband. So, like, mm-hmm. what were some things that you, like, dreamt of as a child, and do you see that, do you still see that for yourself now, or is it kind of moving in a different path? When it comes to my wedding? Mm-hmm. When you're, your wedding, like, your ideal husband, like, the way that you want to be married, like, your marriage in general. I can say when I was younger, I don't even recall, like, even thinking about marriage and a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I can say that even before I met him, I did have thoughts of what kind of wedding I wanted. I've always wanted a destination wedding, and that's what we're doing. So, I've always had that. But when it came to the person, mm-mm. I don't, I don't think so. I know that during college, you know, college happened, things happen, so it makes you find yourself and things like that. Um, in college, I was like, okay, I'm tired. I need a God fearing man, right? Mm-hmm. So I can say I did have that on my mind, and the destination wedding. But anything else, mm-mm. I'm a really go with the flow type of person. Okay. So. so not even like a dream man. You never had any image like he gonna be six foot. He gonna dark be skin. dark skin. Like you ain't never had none of that picked out. 
Okay. No. Mm-mm. I don't. What about y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, I've just been with Marky for so long, and I've known him. Like, yeah. that has just always been who I've seen myself with, like, at the end. So, like, even when we was on our break, I was like, yeah, we'll be back. Mm-hmm. So, not, I mean, I wasn't five thinking right. about no dream man. Um, as far as a man, I feel like the only real things that I thought about was, like, he gotta be tall, dark skin, like, nice chocolate skin, <laughs> like, he has to, like, basically, like, align with, like, me. And, like, you know, how I see myself. Um, and then, like, I mean, I guess, like, as far as wedding, like, I definitely dreamt of, like, a big wedding, like, extravagant flowers, lights everywhere, oh, yeah. like, a long, like, mermaid gown, which I'm, you know, that's still, <laughs> that's still my thoughts. So, you know, whoever I get married to, yes, we're, we're going to have all of that. But, yeah, I don't think it was, like, a in-depth, like, detail, like, every single thing, but I definitely had, like, some thoughts. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Like, I feel like growing up, I more so dreamt of being a bride than mm-hmm. a wife. Um, and now, yeah. like, as I've gotten older, that has shifted. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the wedding is going to still be extravagant, but, like, that's a one-day thing yeah, versus you're so signing good. up for something mm-hmm. for a lifetime. Like, and I feel like a, that people get caught up in that, too. Like, ooh, I want to be a bride. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, all right, after, after the, the wedding, wedding. day, <laughs> what? Like, what you going to do after that? Yeah. And, like, that kind of just leads me to my next question is like how have you been preparing to become a wife um <laughs> my lord honestly it's a shift like you really have to I'm not gonna say change yourself but you really have to adjust um for me I'm learning to have patience I'm learning um that it's not all about me I'm learning sacrifice legit sacrifice mm-hmm. and patience is my big one you all like when it comes to my mouth, <laughs> I can go off, but I have to know, like, okay, I'm not talking to just a friend. I'm talking to my mm-hmm. husband. Yeah. Um, what about a wife? Also, we recently just learned, him and I, we recently just learned that we're going to continue to learn each other. Like, this is an ongoing process of learning your mate. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm also learning when it comes to being a wife, um, Another thing, side note, I look up to my mom about financial needs and, like, organizing the finances of the marriage. I told my mom, I said, you're going to have to teach me how to manage the finances. Because in my parents' marriage, my mom legit, like, handles all the finances. Mm -hmm. She organizes it. Um, She's, you know, she stays on top of it. And I'm like, how do you do that? So... That's like one of the major things for me too. So and did you all? I was gonna say, how did you do all come to that agreement? Like, or have y'all? Like, does he know that you will be managing the finances? Um, we honestly, it's not like I'm gonna be managing it, but because he does well with money, mm-hmm. like I look up to him when it comes to what we have going on right now. Um, and I, I'm also in a stage where. When you become a wife, you have to learn to be submissive. Um, so I'm in a stage where I want to have that mindset of this is my husband. I'm going to let him lead. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to follow behind him. If he tells me to do that, I'm going to do that. Not in like, oh, I'm a little kid. He's my boss type thing. But the Bible says, you know, to be submissive to your husband. 
Um, so that is what I want to do as well with him, especially when it comes to finances and everything business. Um, but when it comes to me, I still want to know, you know, mm-hmm. the finances, how to do stuff. I'm not about to just put it all in his hands. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to still do my part and know what I'm doing with my finances because that's important too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's where it came about. How y'all, I was just going to ask how y'all feel about that kind of thing because while my house is the same way my mom handles the finances but my father is the breadwinner so it's like that's mm-hmm. what I've always known but that may not be my situation and that's definitely not everybody's situation mm-hmm. sometimes the husband is better with the finances and right. it's you know you can just that works better for them and yeah. so do like is does that fall under gender expectations sometimes where we think oh the man should make I mean of course it does the man should make the money and the woman should you know do whatever mm-hmm. but handling the money is different from making the money so yeah. I just think that's interesting and do we think that's a gender expectation thing or is that something that we see as kind of mixed and matched especially with our generation. I think I will say it's definitely a more of a traditional thing, especially like in the black community. You see a lot of like the husbands coming in and bringing the money into the house and then, you know, their wife handling like paying the mortgage, mm-hmm. paying like the cars, handling childcare, yeah. like things like that. Um, but I will say like with this like new society that we're in and like new generations coming in that has kind of shifted. I've seen it shift, but also it has kind of shifted back to the tradition mm-hmm. because you see a lot of girls like on social media, like, oh, well, my man got to pay the rent. He got to pay the car. No, he got to do this. He got to do that. I'm not doing anything. If he ain't can provide that for me, he's not my man, mm-hmm. which I don't, <laughs> I don't agree with. And me and my boyfriend had, had this conversation like, maybe like a couple of weeks ago like it's okay to like have joint like you know bank accounts for certain things like if we need to both pay for certain things like if we have kids yeah. we're gonna have a joint bank account and yeah. that money is gonna come out of our joint but I do believe in having separate finances mm-hmm. and whether he handles paying the mortgage and I handle paying the car note and the car insurance like certain things like that can definitely be split i don't believe in you know him just bringing in the money and mm-hmm. then the woman handling the finances yeah. it's all on preference and it's all on like what your relationship is like too mm-hmm. yeah so currently what we do now is we both have our own and then we have one for house expenses um well house and just living like we have one a joint one together but like our money is separate like mm-hmm. um and i and i also feel like once we get married we also start like a savings account mm-hmm. as well so like we have one for expenses one's for savings and then both of us have our own mm-hmm. now that's not to say that like we're in a partnership so if one week i'm like oh i need to borrow something or like mm-hmm. let me hold something yeah. like that's going to happen mm-hmm. but i think it is important for me personally like i have to have my own like i would never be mm-hmm. like oh my check about to go straight yeah, into your yeah. account like ain't no way <laughs> like um, I think you have to everybody's situation is different and for us like we're still a young couple so I know that like things will change as we get older and our like income changes but for now what we do works for us and mm-hmm. that's all that I care about yeah yeah and I will say um definitely have your own account because yes you're married but you still want to have your own like be mm-hmm. stable within yourself um but I will say with this generation now it's a lot of us who are um focused on having like being entrepreneurs basically 
So it's not the the man bringing in the money and the woman managing the finances. It's both of y'all bringing in the money. Mm-hmm. So you see that a lot now with couples and especially young couples. So I do think that the tradition has been broken a little bit, but you do see still see it um, around. Mm-hmm. I just feel like women in general just have that more like, not aggressive, but when it comes to like managing the finances, not even about the money part, literally like making sure that the bills get paid. Mm-hmm. Like that's just more of a thing that women generally are more on top of. And I know mm-hmm. for me, that's that's me. Like it's in my calendar. Like yeah. it's, everything's planned out. I know what days everything more comes out. Like yeah. I don't got to ever worry. And I, you have to be able to communicate. So I, I will say, oh yeah, the mortgage was paid today. Or like, you know, say, share mm-hmm. the information. But I... He trusts me because I got, <laughs> I gotta be, I gotta be hands on with that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm fine about doing it by myself, but once you add a whole nother salary into the mix, it's like and more bills, all mm-hmm. that. It's gonna be an adjustment. Yeah, it definitely is an adjustment. And I will say, like, like I was saying, me and my boyfriend was having this conversation, and we also had a conversation about like buying a house. Like, if you're mm-hmm. married, like are you both going to buy a house together mm-hmm. or is one person going to buy a house and you move in? Because like my mindset is anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, you know, for divorce, I'm not for separating, but anything can happen mm-hmm. and you just don't know what will happen. So like he was just in his mindset, like, well, one of us going to buy a house. We just going to move in. It's going to be in one of our names. We're not going, you know, so I mean, Maybe if we married. Yeah, I was about to say. House, if I say for yeah, no. for dating, absolutely, mm-hmm. I would never yeah. say buy a house with someone you're dating. But once you're married, you have legal ties, yeah. which give which gives you comfort to be able to buy a home with someone because they can't just ditch ditch you and be like, bye. Like, yeah. no, we both mm-hmm. own it. I personally would not share a house with my husband in my name, not be on it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. ain't no yeah. way. I Definitely. would look at him sideways, mm-hmm. like. I would laugh when the proposal <laughs> was brought to my attention. It months to get over that. But I'm the type of person, when it comes to buying things, I'm just used to being on my own, being independent. Mm-hmm. And he'll tell you that, like, I'm very independent. So when it comes to investments, I'm like, okay, how much I got to give? Okay, how much yeah. we splitting this in what ways? Um, and that's just how I am. And, that's, and he's okay with that. So definitely you want to have your name on the house. If you have a car, put your name on that too. So yeah. a big thing um, when you get married to buy, you also take on their debt. Mm-hmm. Um, so how have you all had that conversation? And if so, what does that look like in terms of like, is it all just one big debt or is it still like, well, I only owe 20000 <laughs> and you owe 115 <laughs> So like, how do y'all? Actually, we haven't even talked about that. We haven't talked about that. Um We've talked about things like credit, you know, working on our credit so that when we do want to do those nice investments, we'll be good. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it comes to debts, we have not talked about that. Um, The conversation will probably end up just what I just said, like, okay, how much we putting down? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm not going to, you know, see you struggle with your debt when I'm over here good and have a nice flow. Like, we're going to get through it together. Because at the end of the day, we all want to be debt-free. Yeah. So let's work on that. We can both be debt-free. We, when you're in a marriage, you you don't want to be, okay, I'm debt-free, but you're not. Right. No, let's work on it together. Because both the names on the house, they're going to look at everybody. <laughs> yeah, they're looking at everything. So. Yeah. And I, um, I've been seeing like a lot of couples our age 
like getting debt free first before doing any big purchases. Yeah. So that's been a big trend too that I've noticed with our generation just really focusing on being debt free more so than <laughs> any other generation. <laughs> I feel like as soon as I pay my student loans, they gonna clear them. And I'm gonna be yeah. pissed. I, like, I feel like they're not even finna clear up. Like, but no, that's yeah. why I feel like I genuinely the idea of paying a lump sum towards my student loans just makes, makes my stomach sick. hurt. Because I'm just like, literally, as soon it as they gonna have a forgiveness program the next month, <laughs> and they not gonna give me my money back. No. They, they're not. No. So, they can get their little monthly no, It is nice to be like, oh, they're free, but then you be thinking, then you like, think, like, dang, oh, I gotta put that much money into right. it. It's like, it's, mm-hmm. that's why it's a gradual thing for me. I ain't press pay it off at one time, like, it ain't making that big of a hit to my credit score. Too. Like, it's just like, be yeah, honest, mm-hmm. whatever. But oh, the joy when you get to that mark. I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I win the lottery or something, you <laughs> right. right. oh, that's the first all. thing I'm paying off. A whole celebration. Mm-hmm. Oh but I, I wanted to go back to what you said about being submissive because mm-hmm. I feel like that's such a big part of marriage and what separates marriage from just like dating. I feel like that's a key factor. So how do you all feel about submitting? And like our generation is very different when it comes yeah, to submitting. So how do y'all look at it and feel about it? Um, I will agree that when I do get married, I do want to be that submissive wife when it comes to just my husband taking the lead on things. Mm-hmm. But I will say that I saw this video like a while ago of this man like, basically explaining like the whole submissive idea in marriages and I feel like my husband would have to set that up for me like he would have to set the tone in the room in order for me to be submissive Mm -hmm. like if I'm being talked to a certain way if I'm you know being mistreated in any type of way or if you're not setting the tone of Mm -hmm. I'm your husband even though we're partners I'm your husband and I'm going to lead you through things and I'm going to guide you through things and you're my partner in this I'm not going to, like, naturally, I'm just not going to be submissive. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like my husband has to set the tone in order for me to follow it. And I feel like that's the biggest thing that everybody is missing in this whole mm-hmm. thing. Like, we are naturally submissive when right. that's the environment. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not something that we have to work hard to do. <laughs> exactly. If it's, like, it just happens yeah. if the environment is healthy. And so, the fact that this whole thing is this big debate is ridiculous. It's It's because when people think submissive, it's like, they think, oh, girl, where are my feet? Mm. Like, (laughs) and you're just supposed to drop down on your hands and knees. We're not talking a dictatorship. That's not what we're saying. (laughs) Like, come on now. I know for me, um, what made me think about it is probably like a year or so ago, I was watching a video from Fantasia. And she was talking about um, just the whole how she is submissive to her husband. Mm-hmm. And it's on YouTube somewhere, y'all. So please go watch it. Was it. Viral it was definitely viral. Yeah, it, yeah, it was viral. Yeah. And that's what made me watch it. But um, what she said was basically just like, um, you have to let the, the man be the man and let him lead. And I think it deals with a lot of understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, just like so you don't get into that position where you're like, oh, I feel like I'm just being thrown around or told to do this, told to do that. It comes with an understanding between both of you all. Because you are still the woman in the relationship and he needs you, Mm -hmm. you know, just like you need him. Um, And I believe Fantasia was talking about, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I believe she was talking about finances when she was talking about being submissive to him and allowing him to lead. 
Um, yeah, because he brings stuff to the ta- table and you do too. So, um, and I don't even know the exact scripture in the Bible that talks about being submissive to your husband. Um, but that's what I think about all the time when I'm mm-hmm. thinking about, okay, me growing as a wife and being submissive to him, but still having my own voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep your voice. Like, do not lose that at all. Um, and he will respect that from you. Like, mm-hmm. if you got to put your foot down, you do that. Yeah. But if he's putting his foot down, of course, he's right, you know, mm-hmm. not being disrespectful. You, you know, you fall in line. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. yeah, I also think it's important to like give your husband space too to like be his own individual. Mm-hmm. Cause like a lot of times you'll see women like essentially like smothering like their husband like they're on top of them all the time yeah. and like oh he can't go anywhere without me he can't do this he can't have that but Child it's life. like yeah go like let him hang with his friends let him go to the bar if he want to mm-hmm. like let him go play <laughs> basketball on Sundays let him have his own routine and his own individuality yeah. and you should do the same for yourself like even though y'all are partners y'all are also still individuals and you never want to lose yourself in a relationship like that even if you are being submissive and letting him be yeah so so this conversation can then lead into like boundaries because while this is great we're giving all this space and all this you know how do you set those boundaries because i feel like marriage or partnerships whatever it's really all a balancing act yeah. like yes you can have all this fun all this alone time but i'm still your wife and i still yeah. need that attention mm-hmm. and we still need that quality time so how do all of y'all feel like um y'all will set those boundaries and balance those kind of things i feel like it's all about communication like tell your partner what you need mm-hmm. like people are not my readers and i have to catch myself sometimes too like I have these high expectations and I'm like, well, I didn't communicate that. And I don't realize it until after I didn't have the attitude or whatever. <laughs> but like, um, sometimes in our relationship, we'll just feel off. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of just, things are going, we're just going through the days. We're going mm-hmm. through the motions and like, it'll get to a point where one of us is like, something's off. Mm-hmm. Like we need a date night. We need something. You have to communicate that. Like yeah. it's, it's not a guessing game. And if you don't tell your partner what you need, you can't, you have to teach people how to love you. Mm-hmm. And I hate the idea of people think that people are supposed to come already programmed mm-hmm. to how they're supposed to love people. Everybody needs love differently. Like, mm-hmm. that goes into the love languages. But not only that, like, we're all human. We all are going through our own stuff mentally that we're not even sharing with our partners. So if you're not telling me what you need from me, how can you expect me to just know? Yeah. So if that's our big thing that we've been like working towards and it's hard it's hard to be like so you're gonna take me on a date tonight or like i'm ready like we need to go on a trip we need to get away from everybody um and it's hard to not sound selfish when it's like oh i want to play basketball at the gym tonight and you you know don't you don't want to be like well i was hoping we could spend some time together because it seems like you know it just sometimes when you already play basketball three times a week right yeah sometimes Sometimes you gotta give but you also gotta give people the heads up like i know you're going to play basketball tonight but can tomorrow can you clear your schedule like Mm -hmm. be willing to negotiate a little bit right yeah yeah i think for me it's just and it's down to like even the smallest things even if you designate like you were saying like a day like out of each week where y'all just like kind of sit and like talk to each other and like talk about your day talk about your week like even if it's down to like your goals like because different things can change every week and every day 
And like you sometimes, some of the time I know in my relationship, we never, sometimes we don't know how each other is doing throughout the day or mm-hmm. like how we're feeling. And then that can come off in like, you know, a different type of mood. It can change, completely just change like how we interact with each other. So I think having just conversations in general yeah. is just important. Um, you know, even if it's like pillow talk, I know like the word pillow talk is like really like <laughs> girly and feminine, yeah. but it it's a real thing. Like mm-hmm. I love pillow talk, like just to sit in a bed and just talk about our day, have some wine, talk about you know different things. So and be um, actively listening. Yeah, actively listening. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a vibe. But I will say, for what you said, communication. A lot of people do not know how to communicate these days, and I think that's mm-hmm. where the confusion happens. But um, with your statement, it comes with priorities, knowing your priorities mm-hmm. in the relationship, in the marriage, in the engagement. Because uh, I will say, for my fiance and I, we've been doing a lot of planning, mm-hmm. planning, 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 planning. So re- just recently, probably like two weeks ago, we were like, okay, we need a date. So he surprised me and took me to, to see Disney on ice because I've never seen that before. But that was just, like, a, a time where we didn't talk about anything mm-hmm. about marriage or nothing. We just enjoyed each other. Mm-hmm. I was singing my Disney song. <laughs> he was singing them, too, even though he don't know them. And it was just, like, great. So you do have to have those moments where you have those breaks, those date nights, mm-hmm. um, and priorities for, like, if he does say, I want to go out, play basketball, I'm going to go to the bar. Um, but the next weekend, you know, he knows, okay, you're my priority. I'm not going to go out this time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay with you. Or if y'all have kids, I'm going to spend time with my kids mm-hmm. um, and things like that. What do y'all think y'all biggest challenge in a marriage would be? Not just a relationship, mm-hmm. in a marriage specifically. Biggest challenge? I don't want to say submitting because that's not the word. I am very much an alpha female. Um, so I feel like I will have a hard time submitting to certain things. Um, I think that's something that I will have to work on for myself. Um, not to say that, like, he's going to be a bad leader or anything, <laughs> but I'm just so, like, planted and firm in, like, my decisions that it's really hard to get me away. Like, once I make my mind up, like, to try to mm-hmm. go, if you're complete opposite of me, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for me. I'm a planner, so, like, um, everything in my life has to be, like, in my calendar, so... I feel like when I get married, I'm going to have to, like, let that go a little bit mm-hmm. just because he's not like that. Or if I could get him to that point, <laughs> that would be fantastic. But I feel like that'll be, um, like, if I have a dinner with the girls planned, but my husband needs me. Right. Like, being like, mm-hmm. y'all, I can't come tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to work. I think that'll be challenging for me. I don't know. Y'all still thinking on mine. <laughs> I'm still thinking, too. But I don't know if this will be, like, a major challenge but living with someone mm-hmm. every day like for me <laughs> the pandemic has made me such a homebody mm-hmm. it's crazy like I don't go anywhere for real and if I do it depends on who I'm with um so the challenge for me will be living with him every day getting used to that my space <laughs> cleanliness <laughs> It's gonna be a challenge, but I mean, you just gotta be up for it, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, I 100% believe that sleeping in the same bed with somebody every day will be my biggest challenge. A lot of people, though, <laughs> like I've seen a lot of couples, like no funnies, like getting like two bedroom apartments, mm-hmm. and then like 
They'll go back mm-hmm. and forth with sleeping in the same bed. I mean, I'm going to give it a shot, but I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> yeah. like, well, Jay, I have a question for you. So uh-huh. you all don't have any intention on living together before marriage. Mm-hmm. Correct. So how do you, like, <laughs> how are you preparing yourself for that? So, like, what if y'all live together and you like, who is it. this person? <laughs> like, why is there socks all over the floor? Like, you know, there's going to be things that, you don't know until you experience living with mm-hmm. someone every day. Right. I will say that we have had our moments where um, he did stay with me um, for like a week. And that happened maybe once or twice where he stayed with me for a week straight and everything was fine. So during those times when he stayed with me, we were really testing it out. Like, okay, can we live with each other? And we talked about it. We were like, yeah, we can live with each other. So I do believe that I can live with him, um, you know, for, Every day is fine, but that was just for a week, and then yeah, he went back no, home. I don't say it, it, so, um, I don't know. I don't think it'll be an issue. It's just adjusting, mm-hmm. you know. It's different. Yeah, it. not saying it'll be a problem, but it mm-hmm. will be different. Yeah. 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 You done thinking? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, I honestly think for me, I wouldn't say it would be a huge challenge, but like Shay said, it'll be kind of like an adjustment. Finance finances. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm very independent with my finances, and I, like, know the ins and outs because of my mom. So, like, she, you know, kind of like your mom, she handled the finances. So, she's taught me a bunch of things about, like, okay, you got to pay this, you can do your taxes, this, that, and the third. So, like, just conjoining, like, two incomes and, like, trying to, like, navigate, like, okay, who pays what? Like, what are we going to take out of our joint account? Like, how much are we going to have to, like, spend on like not unnecessary things but like miscellaneous things that's not bills I think for me that'll be like the biggest thing because I like to spend but I will definitely have to like cut that down and cut that yeah. back a little bit and be mindful of my partner when it comes to that that is true yeah self-control and discipline mm-hmm. gotta kick in but I want to talk about the transparency though that comes with finances just like real quick because y'all are engaged now so mm-hmm. at what stage in relationships, do y'all feel that it's necessary for you to share how much you make with your partner, or do you feel at all that you need to tell them how much you make? Like, how do y'all look at the transparency of your finances? It depends on you and that person. Every relationship is different. Um, before we got engaged, he did tell me, you know, what how much he made. Um, it's just that's how honest we were with each other. That's how comfortable we felt with each other. He did tell me. I don't believe I told him, but he did tell me. Um, and it's just all about, you know, growing with that person and trusting that person um, with, you know, that information. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that information has to be shared. Um, of course, you know, when y'all about to get married, you do want to let them mm-hmm. know. But when y'all are dating, I don't think it needs to be. So it's you didn't job. feel obligated to share after he shared. You were just like, oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. I didn't feel obligated because <laughs> it was just in the conversation. It wasn't like I asked him. Mm-hmm. Something was going on, and, you know, he told me um, during that conversation. So it wasn't like I was like, oh, how much you get paid, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I don't care how much you get paid, Yeah, you know? But, um, yeah, when it comes to, to dating, I was I didn't feel obligated, obligated and he – wasn't like okay I told you right. so, so now you, you tell, tell me, me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so with some politics with somebody mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I 
agree. Um, my boyfriend knows how much I make, but it wasn't like I'm gonna just tell you. It was like in conversation, like we were talking about a specific topic, and it just came about. Um, I think that being transparent with like how much you make isn't a problem. You know, I'm not against like sharing it with my partner, and I know how much he makes. But we don't know the ins and outs of mm-hmm. our finances. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know how much each other spend on such and such every week or every month. Like, it's certain things that I just feel like I don't really think about sharing or, like, don't feel like I yeah. need to share. But we have no problem because, like, a lot of people will also say that, oh, well, men get intimidated by, like, you know, a woman a woman's salary if they make more than she does. But I also think it's, it just depends on, like, if you know what your relationship is and how your man is you know, it shouldn't be a problem. And if it is, then that's that's another conversation in itself. That's your pride. That's not, Mm -hmm. you mad? (laughs) Because your woman makes money, you like, yeah. Um, I hold a lot of weight on the engagement period, and I feel like that's the time to really get the nitty gritty. Like, if you got some secrets you hold, you better tell me now. Like, while we can still get in or out of this thing. Um, (laughs) So, in the dating phase, I don't feel like it's necessary. If it just comes about, it comes about. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like by engagement, if we're planning to join this thing, we should have an understanding of what each other make, how each other spends their money, yeah. what kind of nasty debt you got hiding, what kind of vices you have financially, because right. those can bite you in the butt. In mm-hmm. a year into that marriage, you might have been you know, disciplined and keeping it low-key. Then that second year come around and you out there gambling or you out there doing stuff. So I just feel like I want to know what you got yeah. going on, what you struggle with, what you don't struggle Especially with, what friends. I struggle with. Yeah. I just feel like all of that should be obvious in the engagement period at least. So do y'all think, oh, you done? No. Yeah. Do y'all think that um, you should start like preparing for major things in a relationship or marriage? like finances or homes and things like that before you get engaged like for example mm-hmm. um him and i before the pandemic we went to a financial class type thing mm-hmm. um not even focused on marriage we were just going together um do, so do y'all think that that is beneficial or y'all like no we can wait to engagement we don't need that no i think for me personally um and i've been in a relationship for a long time but we have like the utmost financial transparency. Like mm-hmm. you, I mean, I have shared before like how much I have saved up, like what my debt is, um, what my credit card bill is at. Like <laughs> we are just very transparent with our finances. And I think that's just because we've been together for so long and we're mm-hmm. so trusting of each other. Um, but I think it is important to know because if this is the person who, I'm planning to spend the rest of my life with these behaviors now are going to leak into our marriage so it's like what can we get under control Mm -hmm. now what can we show each other now and how can I help you and how can you help me because for me my dad was very strict about finances in terms of making sure I understood credit taxes Mm -hmm. like all of that is my expertise so why would I not share that with my partner or like why would I because I don't want him to know how much I make or he don't want to share with me. Like, I feel like that's selfish. Like, I'm here to help both of us grow. Like, Mm -hmm. at some point, you have to acknowledge, like, okay, you're better at this than I am. Or I'm better than this and vice versa. Like, Mm -hmm. share the love. Spread it. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think that's where it comes back with submission. 
just learning like you know who who's an expert at this who's an expert at that mm-hmm. and that's where it becomes easy to submit because it's like I don't know this I'm gonna let you do mm-hmm. it and I'm gonna follow and learn after you mm-hmm. yep. so, I think absolutely. sometimes that's hard for me yeah it's pride mm-hmm. more than anything like when you get over that you can go so far in life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Shay Shay. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you all for having me. We're excited to see all the wedding yes. pictures and just be along the journey, watching from a distance and just being a part of it a little bit here and there. Um, I feel like marriage is such a beautiful thing and I just love love and love black love as everyone should. <laughs> <laughs>